Hello, good listeners of Bruno Charm Sellies. Yes, thank you for listening and welcome back again. Uh, these days we are talking about biblical stuff. I believe these days I've been doing a lot of research on some biblical stuff so today uh, a friend of mine posed the question which actually forced me to go ahead and come up with something that we are going to discuss today uh, a friend of mine asked me that like is it always sinful to lie somebody you know it's something we normally don't take serious like yeah <laughs> so today we are going to discuss that and uh, I want you to I mean I want to ask you have you ever heard the old age or the old saying that whoever says he doesn't lie is a lawyer yeah you know as imperfect humans we all lie it almost seems that we can't help ourselves whether we are emba- I mean embracing stories for our friends or we are covering up our sins but allies whether big or little actually sinful and wrong or is lying just one of those things people do so somebody can pause such a question hmm? does a lie really matter whether big or small does it matter so i want us to discuss or to, to have something actually from the bible what is the biblical definition of sin if we are to refer this to the bible i want us to get uh, to pick a read from the bible the bible describes sin in many ways of course one of the way is as transgression against or violation of God's law. When we look in First John chapter three verse four, that's where we get this. That it's uh, defined as a transgression against or violation of God's law. That's how First John chapter 3 verse 4 describes sin and uh, when we look through Deuteronomy chapter 9 verses 7 and Joshua chapter 1 verses 18 still there is a definition that another is a rebellion against God a rebellion against God that's how you can define sin in Deuteronomy chapter 9 verse 9 I mean chapter 9 verse 7 and in Joshua chapter 1 verse 18 however uh, these definitions don't seem to fully encompass the breaths of sin uh, when we look in Romans chapter 3 verses 23 it may give us a crew yeah it may give us a crew uh, it says for all have sinned and fall short 
of the glory of God. That is Romans chapter 3 verses 23. That for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Now, to sin is to fall short. Sinning doesn't just mean committing crimes like theft and murder. It also means not doing things that are good. To sin is to miss the standard of perfection set from by God and lived out by Jesus. Now, that we have a working definition of sin, um, like we want to ask, is lying a sin? Is lying a sin? After we have talked about uh, Deuteronomy, we've talked about Lomans, we've talked about Joshua and First John, now, is lying a sin? That's what we have to ask ourselves. What does the Bible really say about lying? Yeah? The Bible has a lot of course to say about lying. It's helpful to look at a few specific verses in the in this context. Yeah? Uh, for example, when we look in Numbers chapter 23 verses 19, we happen to see that God is not human. That he should, I mean, like, God is not human that he should lie. Not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? I mean, if if you really look at the God is working, does he speak and he doesn't act? Is that the ways of God? Does he plumbs and not fulfill? Are we getting this? Because when you look at sin, sin itself, I mean, and when you try to connect it with lying, because God is not human. And because of that, he doesn't speak and then he he doesn't act or does his promise and not fulfill god did god himself did so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for god to lie we who have afraid to take hold of hope said before us may be greatly encouraged um well, this verse reveals that not only does God not lie, but it is impossible for God to lie. If sinning is missing God's mark, then we miss God's mark of not lying when we tell falsehoods. Are we good? Are we clear about this? This points to an answer to our question of whether lying is a sin. I am trying to draw you to, to, to that uh, question clearly I mean like there are six things the Lord hates seven that are detestable to him haughty eyes a lying tongue hands that shed innocent blood a heart that devises wicked schemes feet that are quick to rush into evil a false witness who powers out lies and a person who steers up conflict in the community those are the things that God, our Lord, hates.
if we've um, read our proverbs, we might have came across these wordings. Interestingly, these verses differentiate between a lying tongue and a false witness who pours out lies. The Lord, was, uh, the Lord was so vehemently against lies in general and false witness, uh, as in gossiping, lying in court, lying in a way that hurts others, that Proverbs includes them as two out of saving things that the Lord hates. Now, I want us to look at John. Uh, chapter A, verses 44. Yep. Um, you belong to your father. John, chapter 8, verses 44. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. John chapter 8 verses 44. These harsh words were from Jesus and were directed towards the Pharisees who were accusing him of lying about his identity and claiming they were true followers of God. The important part of us to note, however, is what Jesus says about the devil. Jesus calls the devil the father of lies. And he says that those who lie belong to their father, the devil. Yeah? If lies are directly related to the devil, we had better take note. But, I mean, this is why we are trying to look at lying as being connected to devils. We are trying to come up to our question. My brother, uh, I, I mean, like the question which was asked my, my brother uh, is lying a sin still when we go to revelation chapter 21 verses 8 yeah it reads that um, but but the cowardly the unbelieving the fire the murderers the sexually immoral those who practice magic arts the idolaters and all liars they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. This is the second death. Have you heard about it? The vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, the unbelieving, the cowardly, the liars, the idolaters those who practice magic arts they are all going to be consigned to the fairy lake of burning sulfur Revelations chapter 21 verse 8 and this passage follows a beautiful description of the new heaven and the new earth 
where there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain when you go further to i mean i mean that actually this comes after before before it comes before because this is chapter we read chapter 21 verse 8 now when we read verses 4 you will find that no more death i mean it it describes the new heaven and the new earth where there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain however uh, there are some who will not be welcome including all liars good finds lying a lake of burning sulfur worthy offense So don't lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices. Christian community can't flourish among lies. As the body of Christ, we must all work together as one, which is impossible when deceiving one another. It is impossible. If you start deceiving one another, you can't. Oh my, you can't. you can't flourish eh? so we, we still there is a certain proverb that in the there is a certain proverb uh, proverb 21 6 uh, i think um, it talks about a fortune made by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor and a deadly snare Proverbs by the way is known as a very practical book of the Bible and this verse gives a no-nonsense reason by building anything on a foundation of lies is a bad idea lies don't last lies they don't last they are like a fleeting vapor someone is going to see through the lies you will eventually be caught and everything will come to you The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. Are we together? So, you find people out there saying, "But you know man, I, I didn't you know, this was a lie that was going to help me." Yeah. So, is it ever acceptable for christians to lie is it acceptable huh? when you look at um, a certain research for example lying itself is ingrained in human beings because it normally comes over and over again By the age of 4, 90% of children have grasped the concept of lying according to a study conducted by the Institute of Child Study at Toronto University, while 20% of 2-year-old lies. And according to the 2002 study conducted by the University of Massachusetts, 60% of adults couldn't hold a 10-minute conversation without lying at least once. Unfortunately, the more a person lies, the easier and more tempting it becomes. 
then this is unfortunate and when you look at a study in 2016 conducted by nature uh, neuroscience showed that dishonesty actually alters a person's brain at the chemical level making it easier to lie in the future and making a person more prone to tell even bigger falsehoods why is lying one of the most common sins then lying is very i mean it's really relatively easy yeah most lies never get caught many lies we tell also feel innocent enough we get so sometimes we want to make the story easier to tell or maybe look like a little bit uh, we, we want to boost it in a recounting of our activities to make us seem like better people saying we are fine we are not fine i mean you know sometimes we say i am fine we happen to somebody asks you hey hello how are you i'm fine but indeed you're not fine you know inside your heart you're not fine i sometimes you go to i mean to visit a patient in the hospital you know the person is really sick but you say brother how are you he's like i'm fine but seriously the person isn't fine so this i mean this is a lie we want to boost in a recounting of our activities like to seem like in a we are better you know even giving someone a compliment that it's isn't truly what we are thinking we tell these lies so often that we don't feel that pre-conscience we feel from a big lies or more obvious sins however uh, jesus never differentiated about degrees of a sin he told the crowd that just being angry with someone was as bad as murdering them and that just looking at someone lustfully is the same as adultery there are no white lies there are no white lies so when you think the lie you are making is a bit understandable you know these are words that i want to use that which can be under- understood by everyone you say this lie was okay i think it wasn't all that much you know <laughs> now i want to ask i i want to have this and this is a very great question that somebody asked me and i believe we are all moving in this world with this question maybe we didn't know and i came up with a lot of research and i want to ask if you don't know this question then you have to listen who invented lying who invented lying where did lying start from how did it come about when we look in the bible the first lie came from satan himself when he was tempting eve 
he first asked a deceptive question. Do you remember that question in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1? That did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? But God in fact did not say that. He only said that you must not eat from one particular tree. But the seed was planted. Eve started exaggerating too. God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in, in the middle of the garden. And you must not touch it or you will die. In reality, God never said anything about touching the tree. Yeah? You see, Satan went on and insisted. When you look at Genesis, he insisted, like, you will not certainly die. Instead, Satan said God was holding out on them. If they ate the fruit, they would become like God. And so if believed and lie, he believed the lie. Yeah? He believed. So lie, sin, and death and destruction came into the world all bad things began because of a lie false words are powerful my brother and sister they are powerful you know sometimes we may think that the lie we are making is somehow you know minimal but i want to tell you the lie you are making you never know what can come out of that lie so I, I want to tell you that the lie that began when this world was formed, when Eve was lied, it actually came with sin and death began, destruction of this world began from this side. What do we have to do? Be honest, my brother. Be honest. And then... If God cannot lie, why can humans? Why can humans? Yeah? When you look at Hebrews and Numbers, uh, Hebrews chapter 6, around verses 18, they show that God does not and cannot lie. But we can. Why is that then? I want to briefly explain this that we are capable of lying because we are imperfect lying is a sin and so is only something that can be done by a morally imperfect being god however is perfect lying is a sin and thus imperfect because of this god cannot lie and this i mean god cannot lie and still be perfect it would be contradictory to his own nature. This should give us great comfort. We can know at all times that God is never lying to us. We know that all of his promises will certainly come true. Imagine a God who lied. <laughs> Just imagine. We would have no assurance that we are actually saved. That things we actually turn out right in the end or that God is good. The fact that God does not and cannot lie is one of the very things that make him God. Yeah? God cannot lie. Because if he was lying, how would we be safe? Huh? 
So what should Christians remember before choosing to lie? As a Christian, what should you always remember before choosing a lie? If we are attempting to follow Christ's thieves and God's, I mean, and God does not lie, it follows that to live like Jesus did, we should not lie. Even when Jesus was taken before a corrupt court, he refused to lie. He continued to tell the truth that he is the Son of God. For this, he was put to death. At the time, it probably seemed to many that he should have lied and gone free. Yeah, it seemed like, you know, you would have lied and go free. But the fact that Jesus told the truth, even in the terrible situation, is the very reason that we have the hope of salvation. His truth-telling paved the way for him to conquer sin and death. Sometimes we might think a lie will bring about a greater good, but the Bible never says, don't lie unless you think it will be beneficial. It doesn't talk about it. It doesn't. It is a brand, an equivocal. Don't. Jesus didn't lie, and he saved the world the matter Stephen, for example, in Acts chapter 6, verse 7, could have lied about being a Christian, but he didn't, and he was stoned to death for it. However, God used this to send the gospel to the Gentiles and even reach out to the Apostle Paul. At the time, one of the onlookers was condemning Stephen to death. Meanwhile, Stephen received a glorious vision of heaven right before his death and went to be with his God. Ultimately, lying shows that we do not trust God to take care of us. Because if you start lying, you ultimately believe like you are in control because you want to lie to come out of it. In our own pride, we think we can maneuver a situation by ourselves towards our best interests or even for the greater good instead we must cling to the truth do what god has commanded and trust him to take care of the situation don't let the situation control you let god be in the control of that situation the bible makes it clear that god detests lying and Proverbs chapter 12, uh, verses 22, reminds us that the Lord delights in people who are trustworthy. He delights in the people who are trustworthy. Lying hurts our relationship with God and with others. And yet, as sinners in need of a Savior, we all have the ability and propensity to lie. Yeah. Instead, um, the Bible calls us to live in the honest fellowship with one another and with God. For example, when you look in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 15, we find that speaking the truth in love is a mark of spiritual maturity. God knows we can sin, but he offers something more. Choosing truth instead of lies and saying the truth in the way that builds others up. Jesus calls himself the way and the truth and the life. I love this. I love this verse. 
I remember before even I was I was still a toddler I used to see John chapter 14 verse 6 Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life Oh my god I am the way the truth and the life As followers of Christ let us follow that truth with all of our hearts Lying is a sin. Thank you for listening, brothers and sisters. Uh, if you loved the audio, of course, as usual, I recommend you share this audio with other fellows so that they can also get the content. You never know. You may save a soul, Bruno Jams. Once again, Thank you for listening. May God bless you.